Welcome to the Seminole Wars. In this podcast, we explore how the Seminole Wars came to be, how they were fought, and how they still resonate some two centuries later. I am your host, Patrick Swan, and our show is a production of the Seminole Wars Foundation, found online at www.seminolewars.us. We are recording today from the homestead of the Foundation in Bushnell, Florida. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome. December 28, 1835, 108 soldiers of the U.S. 4th Infantry are marching throughout a long path from Fort Brook, Tampa to Fort King, Ocala. Their mission is to settle and protect these lands, but a native nation that refused to live surprised them in battle. Infectious enthusiasm for history, my friends, comes from Captain Jorge Nunez. He wears the tri-cornered hat of a pirate, plundering the depths of Florida history so that we can learn more. As we learn from that audio clip, Captain Jorge has been at the Dade Battlefield, where he submitted a report about the battle and the reenactment. And he hasn't stopped with the Dade Battlefield. Jorge Nunez dons a pirate cap and a canoe paddle, investigating and exploring Florida's history, including the Seminole Wars. In this episode, we'll speak to Jorge Nunez all about the captain and his adventures around Florida covering Seminole War battles at the various battle sites and state parks in the state. Jorge Nunez, Captain Jorge, welcome to the Seminole Wars. Thank you so much for having me in your podcast about Seminole Wars. Very important topic. Jorge Nunez, native of Puerto Rico, resident of Florida. How did Captain Jorge come about and why? I grew up in Puerto Rico in an island surrounded by history. We are native Tainos, and I grew up learning about Native Americans and the history of our country. And then I moved to Florida. And in Florida, I started investigating, doing researches about the history of Florida. And I found the Seminole Wars. And I said, wow, this is so much information. Um, so much history happened here. And people do not know about it. Um, most of the people do not know. And the history is right there. They're back judge. Talking with people about history, they suggested to me, why you don't make a YouTube channel and start making videos? And I liked the idea. I said, wait a minute. Yeah, why not? Let's go out and let's explore. Let's visit the state parks, reenactments, museums. Yeah. And that is how traveling with Captain Jorge came up. That's how everything started. Florida has a lot of history, of course. Our listeners will be pleased that your first episode focused on the Dade Battle. My first episode was the Dade Battlefield. Yes, I picked a good one. <laughs> uh, it's very rich in history. Uh, amazing. I went to Bushnell, Florida, 
and I visited the state park. Yes, I walk around. They have some a monument for the soldiers that fell in battle. Looked at everything. Um, I interviewed people in the park, in the state park, and visited the museum. And, and that's how I made that first video. The Day Bar was an amazing place, uh, very educational. Uh, I invite people to visit the state park. They have very detailed information about what happened there. It's called Battlefield because Major Day and his command, they were walking from one place to another place and were ambushed by the Seminoles. And all the history is very well detailed on that state park. Very good. Besides going to the actual location of historical sites, how does Captain Jorge inform himself of the history? Doing researches, I mean, going to online, looking at the calendars for reenactment. That's how I found out, oh, great, there's a reenactment about the date battlefield. What I showed on the videos is the information that I obtained when I visited this state park. How have your videos been received on YouTube where you post them? Oh, people on YouTube? Yeah. People are very good reviews. People liked, they liked the, the, the videos and especially the information. And they have said, people um, got close to me saying, Jorge, wow, I didn't know about that, that history, that event that happened here in Florida. Some people that are actually native from Florida didn't have the time to go out and investigate about the history. And now with these videos, they are interested in visiting the state park and learn more about the history of Florida. Why did you start with the Seminole Wars? When I started with Seminole Wars, I got hooked. <laughs> and then after Day Battlefield, I went to Fort King in Ocala. That history in Fort King is attached with the Day Battlefield. Both events happened the same day, December 28, 1835, Oceola was involved in an event in Fort King, a group of Seminole was involved. We'll let Captain Jorge pick up the narrative from there. On December 28, 1835, the same day that the mayor did and his command were ambushed by the Seminoles, Oceola was involved in an event at Fort King that has been remarkable unto these days. The coordinates have been taken to sail to the city of Ocala to find Fort King Historic Landmark. The Fort King Historic Landmark. Well, the soldiers of Major Dade's column were not able to sail there, as Captain Jorge is able to do. They had to march, and they marched up the Fort King Road. Tell us about that. There is a trail, which is called the Fort King Trail, and soldiers were walking from Tampa, Fort Brook, Tampa. They were in the way to Ocala, to Fort King. And in the way to Fort King, they were ambushed by the Seminoles. So in my second video, I went to Fort King. I visited the place. I interviewed the people in the, uh, the park. And they gave me a tour. Jorge, so fantastic first two episodes, the Dade Battle and then Fort King, where Osceola assassinated the Indian agents on the same day. And where did you go? I went to Fort Cooper. Major Cooper, he had a battalion of Georgia volunteers. Um, civilians, also called slave chasers, joined the uh, United States soldiers to chase the slaves, the runaways, and slaves that joined the Seminoles. This is in Inverness, Florida. 
There was a battle. Anthony Cooper got injured, and they built a barricade to keep the wounded protected against the Native Americans. There was a reenactment right there. I attended to the reenactment. Here, Captain Jorge picks up the narrative. 1836, the Second Seminole War had started. General Winfield Scott, the first American commander during the war, failed his attempts to trap the Seminole's warships. Scott's army marched south with wounded and sick men without enough supplies. He left the Major Mark Anthony Cooper with five companies of the 1st Battalion of Georgia Volunteers and a small artillery company to protect themselves. As the cove of the Lacuche River provided shelter for a large group of Seminoles, Cooper's men built a temporary fort in his honor to protect themselves. Known today as Fort Cooper, I have the map and the compass to find the city of Inverness, Florida and Fort Cooper State Park. I got quickly into Citrus County and Fort Cooper State Park. To find my goal, I had to get inside the forest and walk through the old military road. A dangerous path during the war, significant battles took place on this road. General Winfield Scott arrived at Fort Cooper with supplies. The Mayor Anthony Cooper lost two men. Do not know the number of Seminoles down. I have accomplished my voyage to Fort Cooper State Park. This is Traveling with Jorge. On to the next episode. His next destination witnessed many battles during the Second Seminole War. Captain Jorge, however, focuses on the peaceful aspects of this town with roots tracing back to the U.S. territorial days, 1821. I went to the town of Micanopis. Yes, oh, amazing town, full of history. The town is named Micanopis in memory of Chief Micanopis that lives in that area. There was a battle there, Battle of Micanopis. I visited the museum, and the museum, they have all the information about the history of the place. Once again, Captain Jorge. I am at the town of Micanopy. Pierced by the state of Florida, they are Micanopy's prime chiefs during the Second Civil War. 
Captain Jorge's next destination was not the scene of a second Seminole War battle per se. However, it did feature Seminoles and destruction during that time period, and that's good enough for me. After me canopy, the other video, the Bulow Sugar Mill Plantation, that is near Daytona Beach. Yes, it's also related with Native Americans with the Seminole, Seminole Wars. The Seminoles burned the plantation, um, not only the sugar, but cotton and crops, because the United States Army took over the sugar mill and made a base of operation. And then, you know, wars already begun. Seminoles destroyed the sugar mill. Once more, Captain Jorge. Our adventure is to find what used to be the Bulowville, now known as the ruins of Bulow Sugar Mill Plantations. Plantations <clears throat> supplied food and shelter to the United States Army. The Seminoles burned and destroyed the sugar mill. Today remained the sugar mill ruins of once used to be the Bulowville. After that, I went to Camp Monroe in Sanford, Florida, the Museum of Seminole County History. They made a reenactment event called Camp Monroe. Programming note, Bennett Lloyd, coordinator for the Museum of Seminole County History, will join us for two episodes to discuss the museum and its Seminole War aspects and the Battle of Camp Monroe. Stay tuned. Because in Stanford, there is a lake. The name of that lake is Lake Monroe. And it's uh, in memory of Camp Monroe because to make the story short, the, the history short, the Seminoles were there. They were running away you know, from the war and running south and to the San Juan River. And then they stayed there. Soldiers came to that area and there was a battle. This official, that is part of the history of the place. Very, very good history. Captain Jorge was able to break out the Traveling with Jorge canoe for this episode. We are going to explore the Lake Monroe, what used to be the homeland of ancient Native Americans. Also, the staging area for military troops and supplies, and one of the more memorable battles in the Seminole War. The Battle of Camp Monroe. Okay, Jorge, you did go to St. Augustine and the Castillo de San Marcos, but you focused on the Spanish presence there and not the fort, then called Fort Marion, that held the Seminoles. I went to St. Augustine. That video is not related with Seminole Wars. It's related about history, how the St. Augustine, at that time, Spain or the Spaniards, they were in charge of the town. And then this group of pirates, English pirates, took over the place and there was a, a raid and, you know, people were killed. There was a deal where the pirates leave, the pirates leave the area, the town of San Agustin, and then the Spaniards, they built this fort, which is the fort that we have right now over there, uh, Castillo San Marcos, was built to protect the town against the pirates. That's part of the history that I covered that day. After the United States acquired the territory of Florida, they renamed the Castillo Fort Marion. And at Fort Marion, Seminoles were kept during the removal age, and a few of them escaped, some quite notable. Wildcat was the Seminole that escaped from the fort. 
you may need to return to do an episode on the handling of Seminoles at Fort Marion. Then where did Captain Jorge go? Yes, there's more and more events to cover. I know they are in Okeechobee. I think near Jupiter, there's also a reenactment that is made there. I would like to visit that place. Um, there's more. So I would like to cover all three wars, all three periods of wars, and to keep teaching the people that are watching the videos about how everything started. And yeah, that there is a lot of things to see and state parks to visit. Well, I'm planning this year, I'm 22, go back traveling. And now the pandemic, uh, everything is going to normal back again. I cover a powwow, this episode number four, about the Native American, the culture of Native Americans. And that's episode four. Oh, I went to North Carolina and I visited the Cherokee Museum. I learned a lot of history about the Trail of Tears, what happened when the Native American, the Cherokees were relocated to the West. I covered part of that on episode six, I think it is. Uh, and there is also a mansion, Billmore Bill State. That is not part of the Seminole Wars, but it's part of United States history. Uh, it was built in the 1800s. That land used to be a Cherokee homeland, and then well, they were relocated. So, yeah, I covered that in episode five. Um, then, what also, the town of Casadega uh, is about the history of spiritualists in the United States in the 1800s. Uh, they wanted to have a town, a peacefully place. When I visited, very nice place. It's full of history, like kind of Victorian area, era. Going hand in hand often with history is archaeology, and you haven't left that off the table. I help as a volunteer for the AIS Village Trail, an archaeological site in Cape Canaveral. Um, also, the, the history, what is found on that archaeological site was the ceramic pottery made by the Ais Indians. Those Native Americans, when the Spaniards visited this land, they encountered the Ais. And the Ais were, uh, they, they were a tribe, very powerful, warlike. And the Spaniards were afraid of them. Uh, that's very good information so to learn. Speaking of Spanish, Spanish is your native tongue as a language. Your English, it came later when you moved to Florida. That's exactly. I came here um, no, not knowing anything about English. All I knew was Spanish. It wasn't easy at the beginning, but I pushed myself. I want to learn. I want to talk. I want to teach people. There is also, I have that on my mind to cover also the Spanish time in Florida, but I was focusing on the Seminole Wars. I knew, okay, I need to learn about the English language more because I'm going to be interviewing people that speak English, the people that are going to watch the videos, so the majority of them English-speaking people. So that's allowed me to push myself to keep learning and say, yes, let me learn more English. <laughs> When Captain Jorge is not out on the road traveling around Florida, where does he hang his tri-cornered hat? Panama City. By daytime, I am engineering technician. I assemble, mechanical assemble, 
parts and equipment for the Navy for a private company. And that is what I do. Where did you settle when you came to Florida? When I came to Florida, I was living in Orlando. I moved to Winter Park, Sanford, and now in Panama City. So where did the personality or character of Captain Jorge start? I started Captain Jorge from that area. I remember seeing the museum and when I started learning about it, I said, wow, but this place is rich in history. How wide is your reach for the YouTube videos? I'm reaching United States, some people in Puerto Rico also, but I have been contacted from Spain. I have yeah, a message from people from Spain that have watched the videos and up to Philippines also, they have watched some of the videos and they like. Right now, you produce your videos in English. Some of your audience may want you to do a Spanish-language audio track. Oh, yes. That's another thing. I have people that speak Spanish saying, Jorge, make episodes in Espanol for the people that speak Spanish like Central America, South America. People also suggested me, Jorge, why you don't go to college, to university and talk to the management people in the college and suggest to them about you teaching about the history of Florida. I just want our listeners to know the pandemic may have delayed Captain Jorge traveling around Florida, but it has not stopped him. All my crew members, Captain Jorge already passed the pandemic and is ready for more and more adventures to explore more and to keep learning about the history of the United States and soon to cover all places around the world, about archaeology, exploration, and history, and the culture of all the people around the world. So stay tuned with traveling with Captain Jorge. How do our listeners travel with Captain Jorge on the internet? Go to YouTube and search for Traveling with Captain Jorge, and they will see the episode right there. And also in Facebook, they look for Traveling with Captain Jorge Facebook page. Jorge Nunez, Captain Jorge, thanks for joining us for the Seminole Wars. Thank you for inviting me. I feel honored to be in your podcast. Although we're out of time, we'll let Captain Jorge have the last word. Traveling with Jorge until the next episode. enjoyed this show, please take a moment to like us on Facebook at Seminole Wars Foundation. Leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast provider. Your reviews and comments help new listeners discover us and help us keep this show going. Visit our website at www.seminolewars.us for blogs, articles, news, books, events, membership information, and how to subscribe to this podcast. We'll be back soon with a new episode of the Seminole Wars Podcast. The Seminole Wars Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to preservation, education, and publication of Seminole Wars history throughout the state of Florida. This podcast is copyrighted. The Seminole Wars Foundation, 2022. All rights reserved. Front bumper music, The Devil's Garden. Roast em, provided by kind permission of Rita Youngman. Back bumper music, Second Seminole Win, by Jed Merrim and Ricky Pittman, courtesy of Ricky Pittman. All rights reserved.